answers that God's one to simply walking. He went to worship in the temple. Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of money changers and the benches of those selling doves. It is written, he said to them, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. The blind and the lame came to him at the temple and he healed but when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children shouting in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. Do you hear what these children are saying? They asked him. Yes, replied Jesus. Have you never read from the lips of children and infants? You, Lord, have called forth your praise. And he left them and went out to the city of Bethany, where he spent the night alone. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Holy God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of The words of the Old Testament prophet Zechariah come to mind. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem, see your king comes to you. Triumphant and victorious is he. Humble and riding on the donkey. The prophecy.
the excitement of the crowd. It would soon fade when Good Friday rolled around. Many of the same faces that had shouted Hosanna would shout, crucify him. Their love for Jesus had been based on what he could do for them. Once Jesus entered the city, the people didn't know what to do with him. Jesus, he wept over his people. He overturned tables. He cleansed the temple. He denounced the, the destruction of Jerusalem, the holy city itself. What kind of long-awaited king was this, they wonder? He was a different kind of king. Like most of Jesus' stories, one didn't know what to expect, only to expect the unexpected. Rotten prodigal sons welcomed Samaritans are the ones who help rather than the priests and the ministers who should. And then the smallest mustard seed becomes this immense tree. So from the start, from the manger, to the empty tomb, Jesus our King makes quite an entrance and he challenges our every expectation. On that first Palm Sunday when the heart of the crowd was ecstatic, Jesus' heart it must have been heavy. He knew that the end of his earthly ministry was near, and it was time to do what he had come to accomplish. It was now or never. This was Jesus' opportunity to be obedient to the will of God and to accomplish the purpose set out so well. Jesus is betrayed, and then he's arrested and sentenced to death and killed on a cross, the most humiliating and torturous death of that day. And we know it's coming in us, will only intensify in these next days as we move through the course of our Holy Week. The passion story of Jesus Christ from Palm Sunday to Easter morning is too big to be overshadowed and passed by. Because when Jesus is raised, he actually succeeds in putting death to death. He smashes the status quo. He turns the tables on those who see Want what we want. We want our needs met. 
And more often than not, we're comfortable with taking what we want by force, and history has shown us that. And Jesus tells us that to follow him, we must love our enemies. We must do good to those who hate us. We must bless those who curse us. We must pray for those who want to make us suffer. This approach has never sat well with popular culture, even today. But there is following Jesus. When we follow Jesus, we become clear about where we stand as a Christian, to be a Christian is to be about Christ. It means listening to Jesus and what he has taught us. It means taking a good hard look at our attitude, our choices, and our lives. It requires us to be something we're told not to be in this day and age, vulnerable to Jesus. It is becoming the city. We are to be the city gate. Asking Christ to enter our life and give us clarity about what it means to be a Christian. It is accepting the invitation to love him. Picking up the challenge to love and serve others in this all too suffering world. And the Palm Sunday As Jesus entered Jerusalem, the people were Sunday 
is that God's love is the only thing that makes suffering, conflict, and tragedy. God's love does not do away with conflict and tragedy. God's love is the thing that makes it possible to bear it, to see it, to share it, to understand it, and to pass through it. The crowd anticipated that Jesus would enter their city and intervene in the circumstances of their lives, and he did. And it gave them a future of hope. We can do the same. Shout, sons and daughters of Rosedale, see your king. He comes to you today. There is a life ahead of us and a purpose for us. And none of us knows how long that life will be. But we do know that Jesus' purpose for us is to love him and to love others with the kind of love that makes all the difference in the world. He calls us to keep the light of our faith alive as we now follow him into the darkness of Holy Week. And then we shall emerge from the empty tomb by his side on Easter morning, ready to love as he loves and live as he lives. For Alleluia. Amen.